Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Welcome in, everybody. It's Pac-12 football and beyond, and don't check your calendar. It's Thursday. Yeah, we're doing the Pac-12 football and beyond on Thursday this week, along with the Big 12, as we wanted to get one last look pre-draft, a little bit of a conference view. I thought maybe even mentioned it last week that, hey, look, we'd have the first round in the books by Friday. I wanted to get kind of a review of the week that was in the Pac-12, recruiting and talk a little bit draft stuff. But get you ready pre-draft with a with a show. And then that allows me all next week on the college show to uh, not only keep you up to date on everything going on around college football nationally and then within the region and the conferences, but to kind of recap uh, every, you know, conference uh, all next week. Uh, the draft. We'll have the draft completely done. So I thought that was a better way to do it. So hopefully you will agree. Uh, reminder to check out the Pro Football Show on Thursday and the Pro Football Show on Friday. Uh, and then obviously on Monday uh, we'll resume and have the Pro Football Show um, to recap the entire draft. But Friday we will be able to recap rounds one and then on Monday we'll recap the entire draft and be doing that pretty much all next week on the Pro Football Show. But a lot to get to today with regard to some Pac-12 discussions. There's some transfer information that's intriguing, some recruiting information. Well, things are a little bit brighter over at USC. We'll kind of see where that plays out. Um, and just a few little draft nuggets. It's going to be a very brief show today, but want to really thank the great folks at 401k Generation for bringing you this podcast uh, it allows us to do this show for you each and every day, free of charge, and we appreciate their support. Uh, they are the experts in financial planning, money management, investments, uh, getting on track to meet your financial goals. That's what they do. And, and whether you have somebody that you utilize, whether uh, you don't and you're looking for some advice or you're looking for a second opinion, Eddie Rojas and his team at 401k Generation, they're licensed in all 50 states, and they can help you. Give them a call or a text today at 1-866-998-5879. Tell them that we sent you. Um, 
they'll be glad you did, and uh, we would certainly appreciate it. Reminder that if we can help you promote your business, go to LandryFootball.com and hit Contact Chris, and we'll be in touch with you. And, of course, sign up for Landry Football's conference call where you can get um, this podcast to your phone as well as the pro podcast, uh, and it will drop to your phone. Um, Sign up wherever you sign up for podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher. We absolutely uh, would love for you to get this to your phone each and every day. Of course, you can get it at LandryFootball.com, as well as all of our notebooks, our draft boards, our recruiting boards. We got it all for you at LandryFootball.com. Much more information we can cover here in this podcast. So make sure that you check out our special membership packages today. Uh, Scouting season offer is the best one we've had, so take advantage. For less than $5 a month, you can have access to your own scouting department. So appreciate Uh, you doing that um, as well. Some news around the transfer transfer portal. San Diego State redshirt senior receiver Isaiah Macklin has entered his name in the transfer portal. Big angular kid, 6'5", 215. He was the backup Z receiver. Only appeared in five games. Likely to have a similar role this past year. Graduated in December from Las Vegas. Uh, he's interested in making another stop, and he would be eligible immediately as a graduate. Uh, redshirt freshman quarterback Joe Green from San Diego State is in the transfer portal. Um, not quite sure he's leaving. Uh, I think the departure of Rocky Long factored into it. Long recruited Green, 6'4", 205, two-star recruit last year, and ended up redshirting in 19, leaving him with all four years of playing eligibility left to burn. Likely he's going to have to sit out of 2020 due to transfer rules, but that still leaves him three years of playing time when he's deemed eligible to play. Former Arizona State redshirt sophomore linebacker Eli Doyle has transferred to Eastern Washington. Three-star signing left Arizona State after playing in just five games in two years with the Sun Devils. He was a safety when he joined Arizona State, but converted to linebacker in the 19 season. He could play either position for Eastern Washington. One of the best uh, FCA programs in the country. Going to be immediately eligible because he moves below the FBS level. Former Washington Redshirt junior linebacker Ariel Nada has transferred to Sacramento State. The former three-star commit, the brother of Clemson wideout Joseph Nada and Arizona State commit uh, Danielle Nada. Um, Ariel never got consistent time with the Huskies, finished the last two years with 11 tackles each. Uh, should see more playing time with Sac State. He'll be eligible to play immediately. Some recruiting news over this past week in the Pac-12. Stanford receiving a verbal from three-star corner Jimmy Wyrick. 5'10", 160's been recruited heavily from east to west coast, receiving offers from Georgia, Cal, Duke, Minnesota, Nebraska, Missouri, Oklahoma State, Utah. Dallas native is rated as one of the top 35, 40 best corners in the country and uh, one of the top 60 best overall recruits in the state of Texas. Uh, He's the second 2021 commitment for Stanford along with three-star quarterback um, R.L. Patu. Uh, Stanford also um, rescinded its scholarship offer to four-star corner Aiden Hector. Um, He was one of the students that was named uh, for his involvement along with five other Eastside Catholic High School uh, students in Seattle, Washington, football players who was accused of either watching or raping a 16-year-old as um, they drove through Seattle in a pickup truck. 
reportedly in the cab during the incident along with one other player. Um, so it's a disturbing issue. Don't know any more details, but two unnamed football players that ended up signing with Cal and Washington from that class were also named. Stanford, though, has made a decision to rescind the offer to Hector. New Mexico's received the verbal from three-star offensive lineman Joshua Atkins, 6'4", 280 from uh, Arlington, attends Mansfield Timberview High, is one of the top uh, 80, 90 best, uh, 80 to 90 best tackle prospects in the country, and uh, one of the top 150 from the state of Texas overall. Um, good-looking kid. It's a really good get for New Mexico. They've secured three commitments from for the 2021 recruiting class, and uh, really good, uh, one of the better uh, recruiting classes thus far in the early going in the Mountain West. Utah State received the verbal from three-star running back Kendrick Rimes, multifaceted weapon, uh, really got out of the backfield, uh, really shifty in the open field, three-star prospect from Houston, a top 100 um, caliber running back in the 2021 class, and a top 175 overall player from the state of Texas in this cycle. USC, things are looking up a little bit. We've got a verbal this week from four-star athlete Kalen Bullock. Uh, he gets the athlete designation, but I think he can, he can – that means he can play at multiple positions. I think he's going to play in the secondary. He's a four-star prospect that can really run. No Oregon, Ohio State, Texas, just to name a few, were also in on him. Um, he's one of the top 25 best, best players in the state of California. Um, they're off to a pretty good start, USC. This is just one of the good news from this past week. But they also got a commitment from, I think, an underrated tackle in Maximus Gibbs. Uh, he made the decision on Friday night, last Friday night, committing to the Trojans over Alabama, Arkansas, Florida, Georgia, Nebraska, and A&M. Um, he's 6'6", six, six, he's 360. Um, he plays at uh, St. John, John's Bosco in Bellwether, California. Uh, they've got eight commitments to the Trojans at this point. It uh, ranks their group best in the Pac-12 thus, thus far and a top-10 uh, class nationally. We'll see if they're able to hold on to it and continue to grow through it. But you know what I've always said about USC? They've been a notoriously slow, uh, meaning starting recruiting um, class year in and year out. Uh, I think uh, this is certainly signs that they're taking a different approach, a much-needed different approach. So let's kind of get into the draft a little bit. Again, it's going to—it's an abbreviated edition. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about how maybe how some of the first round may play out. But some guys that I think are interesting, um, that I think are underrated from the region or from the conference, Michael Pittman, it's a deep recruiting class. I mean, it's, excuse me, a deep receiver class. And, and Pittman is... I think one of the smarter receivers, and I think very underrated. Look, I think that Lamb and Judy and Jefferson and, and Ruggs, they're going to get a lot of acclaim. And, and then you're going to see Higgs and a lot of others. But Pittman is in that second-tier group. He's a very smart player. He's always in the right spot. He's big. He's 6'4", 220. He's got good catch radius. Um, he, he does a good job on contested balls. Does a good job in double teams. I think he's a really good receiver, very underrated, um, and I think he's going to make somebody uh, very happy on to the next level. LaVisca Chenault, I mean, I would have said a year and a half, two years ago, you could make a case he's the best receiver prospect in this year's draft. The injuries has curtailed some of his production. 
still really good. Uh, now, he's gotten good uh, medical reviews coming off of his core surgery. Say he's back to full strength. Guy can run. He's got vertical speed. Another big play guy. Like him. High second round value. He could possibly end up in the first round. We'll see. Jacob Eason. Been asked a lot about him. What do you think about him? And, you know, listen, a guy that doesn't have a lot of playing background in his game, but he's got a big time arm, a lot of physical talent, doesn't have any real intangible feel for the game. I'm curious to see how early someone's going to be willing to pull a trigger on him. Um, he's a play-action quarterback that drop back, big frame, can rock it to all three levels of the field, uh, but he's got to set up those deep vertical throws. And I just – he's not a quick-release guy, and he's not a quick decision-making type of guy. So he needs to be completely developed – almost from the start with his limited background. He really could have used at least one more year in college from a developmental standpoint. Still going to be taken high, maybe as high as the second round, but purely on physical gifts with the opportunity that maybe he could be something down the road. People are a little bit mixed on Austin Jackson. People, I mean, people that matter, people that are making decisions on draft day. USC's offensive tackle is intriguing. He's got a lot of upside. I think he's a little bit of a reach in the first round personally. But with the run on tackles, I could see it happening. Um, let's keep an eye. Potentially could be in the mix in the first round. He's got some natural skills, got some upside. Not as polished as the top four tackles. But beyond those, he's in the mix and everything is fair game. Late first, certainly early second. Jalen Johnson, Utah's corner. More and more I studied him through this process. Really confident in coverage. Um, takes a lot of chances, jumps a lot of plays for the big play, quick to bounce back from a mistake, which is important, uh, can be really, really aggressive, maybe sometimes too much. But the combination of skills, size, athleticism, and instincts, I think it's going to make him a good player at the next level, and it's going to surprise some people. Gotten some good reviews from people who've spent some time with Portland State tight end Charlie uh, to Montepale. Uh I know the Packers and the Cardinals and the Niners and the Falcons really like him. Uh, he's one of the better smaller school tight ends I've seen in a while. He's a fullback, H-back type of guy. Um, got a lot of movement skills, and I'm excited to what he potentially could develop into the next level, even though he has some size and strength issues that he's got to work on. So how's it going to look in the Pac-12 and the West Coast in the first round, just in terms of grades? Well, when you look at it, there's not a lot of guys that I would put in that mix that would be worthy of taking very high. Certainly Justin Herbert would be in that mix because he's a quarterback and he's got a lot of potential. He'll go very high. He'll be the first player from out west to go. I do think you could throw Austin Jackson of USC, Brandon Ayuk of Arizona State, Jalen Johnson of Utah, um, LaVisca Chenault of Colorado. Um, who else would I want to put in there from the West? Well, Bradley and I is probably a little bit too high. I actually like him more than most. Uh, Jordan Love of Utah State. Um, Curtis Weaver of Boise State. Um, Jersey Ezra, Ezra Cleveland of Boise State. Uh, Ashton Davis of Cal Berkeley. 
Natane Muti of Fresno State. He's got late second round, early third round value. Uh, Jacob Beeson, kind of in that same category. Um, and then Troy Dye, the linebacker of Oregon. Those are some of the guys through the second round values from the West Coast that I think could have an impact. Then you get into the third round guys. Michael Pittman. I think Michael Pittman's going to go higher, going to go probably second round value. I think Terrell Burgess, the safety from Utah, is going to go probably in the um, the second round value. I think Zach Moss of Utah is an underrated running back. Dornay Holmes, corner from UCLA, um, you know, I think has some value kind of third round. I think Hunter Bryant, the tight end of Washington, uh, also. So those are some, some guys to keep an eye out for from the Pac-12 and West Coast side of things that you're going to hear their names, you know, some, uh, maybe maybe just a couple of them on Thursday night, but certainly Friday night and into Saturday you're going to hear a lot of them. Look, we're going to be back uh, all next week and kind of recap the entire draft. And as we do on the college show, we'll kind of maybe break it down by region. So, you know, by next Friday we'll have everything and who's signed and all the latest. So we're going to have all that for you and, and get you up to date on all that as well as, the latest going on in recruiting and everything else going on around the college game. So I uh, hope you get a chance to flip on over and listen to the Big 12 football and beyond as well on this Thursday. And um, certainly listen to the Pro Football Show where we've got all the latest um, on the draft from the NFL side. Hey, we appreciate you joining us uh, each and every day. We hope that you spread the word about what we're doing. Uh, and uh, as folks to, to join us here, uh, and uh, ask folks to uh, make the phone ring at 401k Generation, the uh, folks that make this podcast possible. Give them a call. Give them a text at 1-866-998-5879. They're licensed in all 50 states. So give them a call. Give them a text today. They can help you regardless of where you're listening to this podcast here in the continental United States. Enjoy the draft. Enjoy the weekend. We'll be back all next week to wrap it up. Um, on the college shows, as well as, of course, Thursday and Friday and all next week on the pro football shows. Appreciate you joining us. Have a great one, everybody. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did to create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.